0: funny. Mr. Producer says, you know, right before the show, you sound like you're sick, and then you get on and you're pound away. It's called trying to be a professional. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Nancy Pelosi, I posted this earlier, so I guess the uh, echo chamber's out there. I said she was fired by the American people. But, of course, I'm the I'm the uh, fourth hitter here. I'm the cleanup hitter. I'm not early in the morning and all the rest. But fired by the American people, she's now officially a backbencher. And a disgruntled backbencher at then, classless, nasty, right to the end. And the bipartisan morons there applauding her. Applauding her for destroying our economic system. Applauding her for open borders. Applauding her for attacking the Supreme Court. Applauding her. Oh, I could go down the list. One of the great, iconic leaders of all time. Nancy Eva Pelosi. Because she was a very contemptible, radical San Francisco leftist who imposed her will like a dictator in the House of Representatives and that's what the media want and that's what her supporters want they talk about democracy it's like the so-called people's republic of china the people's republic of the democrat party just for the people don't you know well the people kicked her ass out so now so now she can sit in the back with all the other backbenchers then I heard all these election deniers. I'm not going to sit here and allow the media and the Democrats to define people. The election deniers. I hear the Republicans are sick and tired of the Democrat election deniers. From 2000 and 2004 and 2016. The election deniers. Benny Hill Thompson. Jamie Raskin. Hillary Clinton. Barack Melhouse, Benito Obama. Terry McAuliffe, Joe Biden, the election deniers. Yes. And now the Republican investigations. They haven't even opened a single investigation yet. But the idea that they've announced it is just too much. Are you kidding? We can't have investigations. This is why the Republicans didn't do so well. They're not focused on inflation and the border. You believe this coming from the same people? That pushed investigations and impeachment and coups and collusion and all the... Oh, we can't have investigations now! And then, of course, the media, even our so-called friendly media. It could be a political pitfall for the Republicans if they do this and overreach. My God, what's wrong with them? First of all, I want to thank and salute the House Republicans... The Senate Republicans under the iron fist, under the iron fist of a unhinged rhino by the name of Mitch McConnell, aren't going to investigate crap. Well, I want to meet with them. But on the 40-yard line, you idiot. We're going for touchdowns. He's, a, uh, he's an anvil tied to our ankle, that guy. He's an anvil. And then we're going to have the government shut down, and it's going to be the Republicans' fault. Oh, my God. They won't lift the debt ceiling. And I will talk about this again and tell you about the scaremongering from the Wall Street Journal editorial page, from Joe Biden and Mitch McConnell. Like it or not, they support big government. Well, the full faith and credit clause has nothing to do with this. Nothing. The full faith and credit clause goes back to the Civil War. I will explain it when the time comes. And Mr. Producer is going to dig into the archives over the next day or two, and I will explain to you how, when you lost your jobs, and when you lost your business, and when it was shut down as a result of the of the virus, that was righteous. And if you dared to step out, you were arrested. You were condemned. You were shamed. By the media and the Democrats and some Republicans. But as I said before, you shut down the government. Even though you don't, since 17% of it is only shut down. You shut down a park or something like that. Oh my God, it's Armageddon. I noticed one of the backbenchers picked this up today, Mr. Bedusa. We've only been saying this for two and a half years. So we will dig that up so you get to hear it. So, I can demonstrate why it's important that you're here and why I know it's important that you're here. Because we think outside the box. We're independent thinkers. We think for ourselves. We don't listen all day to the rest of them in order to figure out what to say. They listen to us right here and regurgitate what we say. It's true. It's true. Now before we get to some of the outstanding comments made by Jim Jordan and James Comer and others, Ron Johnson, I don't want to pass up on this. There was testimony today in a courtroom in New York City about the Trump Organization. And Alan Weisselberg, a senior advisor, former chief financial officer at former President Trump's Organization. He said he conspired with a subordinate to hide more than a decade's worth of extras from his taxable income. Ready? And I quote, but that neither Trump nor the family were involved. (sighs) Excuse me? But neither Trump nor the family were involved. Can you tell me why that's not the leading story on every single cable news show? I haven't even seen it once. Can you tell me why that's not the lead story, the headline at the New York Post front page? Let's see if it is tomorrow. Can you see if this is going to be the headline on one of the editorials from the office nerds at the Wall Street Journal? Maybe it'll be a headline at the National Review. Legal analyst Andy McCarthy, he'll jump into this, no question about that. Let's just see, ladies and gentlemen, how much the media, how much the media focus on this. Let me quote it again. Quote, Alan Weisselberg, a senior advisor and former chief financial officer at the ex-president's Trump organization, said he conspired with a subordinate to hide more than a decade's worth of extras from his taxable income, but that neither Trump nor the family were involved. Wow. Meanwhile, the associated Press starts with this sentence. Donald Trump's longtime finance chief choked up on the witness stand Thursday saying he betrayed the Trump family's trust by scheming to dodge taxes on $1.7 million in company benefits. <clears throat> but there it is. The first said Donald Trump's longtime finance chief. Shouldn't the headline be Donald Trump's longtime finance chief completely exonerates him, Mr. Producer? Now, we have that. And you know, it's funny. I do these things and people say, what are you, a Trumper? I'm telling you what's going on. And then we have our friends at PJ Media, Kevin Downey Jr. Shocking. And I have the article here. Washington Compost update about Mar-a-Lago raid doesn't fit the narrative. OK, so now we have what's going on in New York City. This is why people are disgusted. They're disgusted with the Chris Christie's and the Larry Hogan's. They're disgusted with the Republican media. This guy's under attack. He's always under investigation. And for what? It's all crap. And so people get defensive. There's nothing funnier than watching leftists punchinellos, clown themselves over the latest, we've got Trump now, hijinks. Remember when the FBI raided Trump's home, supposedly looking for quote-unquote nuclear secrets a few months back? Remember they leaked it to the Washington compost? Remember uh, Maggot Haberman over there at the New York Slimes? Remember how you all got excited about it over there, too? Do you remember? And you were all over the constipated news network, looking uh, constipated, all very, very excited. Remember that, Maggot? Guess how that turned out. I'll let the quizlings at the Washington Post spell it out. Here's what they said today. Federal agents and prosecutors have come to believe former President Donald Trump's motive for allegedly taking and keeping classified documents was largely his ego and a desire to hold on to the materials as trophies or mementos, according to people familiar with the matter. In other words... Trump was keeping souvenirs, as anyone else does. Funny how the Washington Post sat on that story until after the midterms, right? But wait, there's more! That review has not found any apparent business advantage to the types of classified information in Trump's possession, these people said. FBI interviews with witnesses so far, they said, also do not point to any nefarious effort by Trump to leverage, sell, or use the government's secrets. Instead, the former presidency motivated by a more basic desire not to give up what he believed was his property, these people said. Now, will every single one of the people on TV saying otherwise be fired tonight? No. I think they'll be promoted. Washington Post also found no evidence Trump was looking to leverage, sell, or use government secrets. They threw the idea in near the very end that they still might come up with something juicy! Hey look, we're never gonna give up! The people familiar with the matter caution that the investigation is ongoing, that no final determinations have been made. It's possible additional information could emerge that Change investigators' understanding of Trump's motivations. But they said the evidence collected over a period of months indicates the primary explanation for potential criminal uh, conduct was Trump's ego or intransigence. Wow. So Trump kept a few tchotchkes from his four years serving as the greatest president in recent history, writes, the nerve, the nerve of this. Please forward this article to your liberal harpy-in-law, he writes, and her blue-haired, trans-pansexual, gelding lady-boyfriend, who clung like sad, tragic barnacles to the embarrassing lie that Trump was trying to sell nuclear missiles to the Kaiser, or whatever it is they needed to believe. Exactly right. Why isn't that a headline everywhere? So there we have the documents scandal. And here we have the Trump tax scandal in which there's no scandal whatsoever. And they wonder why the guy's angry. I mean, how many of you could put up with this? It's just, endless. but those damn Republicans, now they're going to investigate the Bidens. Oh my God. Didn't they get a lesson from the last election? They are supposed to freeze in place. Meet the the Democrats at the 40-yard line, I tell you. That's right. Show progress. Vote for more programs. Lift the debt ceiling. Spend more money. Create more debt. That's right. Meet them at the 40-yard line. Meet the American Marxists at the 40-yard line. And don't, whatever you do, investigate the biden crime family or the democrat no 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 no. maybe now we'll actually find out what happened on january 6th with pelosi and the fbi and all the rest i'll be right back much love in Folks, our great nation was founded on the principle of all men are created equal. But far too many of our nation's colleges and universities, including those in the so-called Ivy League, continue to insist on using race as a factor for admissions. And the Supreme Court is deciding a case on this subject right now. But there's a unique American college that doesn't discriminate based on race. It never has, and it never will. And it's my favorite college, Hillsdale College. Hillsdale was founded in 1844 to educate, quote, all persons, irrespective of nationality, color, or sex, unquote. It continues that policy today, admitting students on the strength of their character, ability, and intentions, not their heritage or background. My friend Larry Arn, the president of Hillsdale College, recently published an article explaining Hillsdale's colorblind policies and its related refusal of government funding, even indirectly in the form of federal student aid. Read it for yourself at levinforhillsdale.com. And after you read it, you may even want to support Hillsdale with a year-end gift. So please go read Dr. Arn's article today at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for hillsdale.com. You know what the big story is tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Ticketmaster. Oh. Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster. What did they do? Well, they couldn't keep up with the demand for tickets to a Swift concert. Say what? Oh, yeah. And we have Klobuchar and the other senators and congressmen idiots and the rest we need to break them up you yeah, they are. this demonstrates capitalism doesn't work we need to break up ticketmaster we need more government more centralized impervious imperial government we got to break them up i'm sitting here thinking baby formula shortages tampon shortages natural gas shortages electricity f- shortages diesel fuel shortages all caused by the federal government nobody talks about breaking up the federal government no that's big oil big baby formula big tampon yeah they're the ones standing in the way let's break up everything and burn it down and start over with aoc and maybe we can bring a nancy pelosi for some Advice on how to rebuild everything, you know We've an open border. We've got crime out the wazoo. We have inflation but Ticketmaster, so after codifying same-sex marriage, the next priority is to break up Ticketmaster and whatever you do Do not investigate the Biden crime family Because nobody cares about that. Don't you know? Just investigate Trump. We got so many resources on January 6th, so many resources on Trump. We can't afford to use FBI agents looking at the Biden crime family and their connections to the communist government in China and the fascist government in Russia and the multi-millions of dollars that they've taken. We don't have the resources to do that. And besides, the American people don't care. I'll be right back. Folks, our great nation was founded on the principle of all men are created equal. But far too many of our nation's colleges and universities, including those in the so-called Ivy League, continue to insist on using race as a factor for admissions. And the Supreme Court is deciding a case on this subject right now. But there's a unique American college that doesn't discriminate based on race. It never has, and it never will. And it's my favorite college, Hillsdale College. Hillsdale was founded in 1844 to educate, quote, all persons irrespective of nationality, color, or sex, unquote. It And continues that policy today, admitting students on the strength of their character, ability, and intentions, not their heritage or background. My friend Larry Arn, the president of Hillsdale College, recently published an article explaining Hillsdale's colorblind policies and its related refusal of government funding, even indirectly in the form of federal student aid. Read it for yourself at levinforhillsdale.com. And after you read it, you may even want to support Hillsdale with a year-end gift. So please go read Dr. Arn's article today at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale
1: Mark Levin, the voice of America. Dial in now at 877-381-3811.
0: You know how the media report, how they concoct stories, how they fabricate them, they cherry pick the people they speak to to push the narrative that they're pushing. Republicans don't want Trump in Georgia! So here's mine. Let's see here. Republicans don't want McConnell to campaign in Georgia. He won't anyway, because he'll be booed out of every auditorium he's in. Plus, it'll hurt us badly. Plus, no one can understand it. I think he and Fetterman are going to have a great conversational relationship. Republicans do not want McConnell to campaign in Georgia. Want to hear another one? Republicans don't want provocative, nasty... Failed former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie to run for president. It could offend single women. I've got many more during the course of the next several months as we plow ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Representative James Comer, I don't know this guy. we got to bring him on the show. At a press conference today, and now, of course, they're trying to destroy this man dig up stuff on him, especially related to abortion, see if he can find anything see if he ever tied his dog to the top of his car when he was in college, look for anything so the DNC is on seek and destroy working with their good friends in the corrupt Democrat party media, we gotta get this guy Comer he's not he's not doing what the people want Notice how the fascists and the Marxists always claim they're working on behalf of the people? Which people? The ones that threw your ass out of the majority? Anyway, this is what I said. It was very disappointing, but they're out and we're in. And yet for the last eight days, nine days, it's been, the Democrats are celebrating! Pelosi just resigned. No, they're celebrating! I have another question. May I ask another question? I think I may. For my dear friend Britt Hume and Mark Thiessen and all the rest. And they are friends. I mean, acquaintances, anyway. So Trump is responsible for every single negative thing that happened on election day. All of his candidates, not you, you voted, all of his candidates. They lost. There's McConnell trying to save all the Trump candidates. McConnell, the angel, flying in, trying to save us from Trump. You know how many seats we could have won but for Trump. You know, we did take the House. Does Trump get any credit for that? No, no, no. You don't understand how this works. All success goes to McConnell and the establishment Republicans. All failures... Go to Trump and MAGA. Oh, now I got it. Okay, thank you. So if Herschel Walker wins in Georgia, it's McConnell. Thank you. If he loses, it's Trump. Wins, McConnell loses Trump. They already started their war on DeSantis. New York Times are one of them. I get so confused, they're all the same put out something the other day that DeSantis is Trump, but without a personality. I'm going, oh, now DeSantis, you see, is worse than Trump. Oh, worse than Hitler? How is that possible? By the way, DeSantis got the biggest Jewish vote as a percentage and as a full, you know, absolute number in the history of Florida. As a Republican. But he's got to be part of the Third Reich, or now I guess it would be the Fourth Reich. I'm on to these bastards, and I'm ready to wrestle them for as long as I'm behind this microphone. And unfortunately for them, every one of my business partners keeps asking me to extend. So we extended four years with Fox, we extended three years. With Blaze, and in due course, we will deal with the radio situation. Not up yet. James Comer. Oh, and I have three more books coming. So the only thing that can save them from me is a heart attack or hit by a bus or whatever. Oh, my wife is cringing right now. Don't worry, honey.
2: James Comer at a press conference today. Cut one, go. This is an investigation of Joe Biden the President of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the President's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden. And that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress.
3: Uh
0: Uh-oh. The American people aren't going to like this, Mr. Perdusia. The media aren't going to like this. No, 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 no. Somehow you got to get Trump involved in this. Let me just say, that made the hair stand on the back of my neck. Joe Biden has his blondish legs with the little kids around him. I don't have any of that going on, but you know what I mean. Finally, there's going to be some oversight of the Manchurian president. And this guy sounds like he's up to the task. He's going to need a political bulletproof vest, both on his chest and in his back. He's going to need to wear a helmet. Because they're now doing everything they can to dig up stuff to try and destroy him. Maggot Haberman at the New York Slimes. The uh, conga line of misfits over at the Washington Compost. The useless IQ Conga line of morons over at MSLSD and the constipated news network. Oh yes. And then there will be the leaks from the Biden Stasi and the Department of Injustice. Yes, we gotta put this guy, we've gotta shut this guy down. And I want to reiterate my buddy Joel Pollack at Breitbart, his advice, keep that January sixth committee going. Absolutely. Republicans go in. They don't need any Democrats on that committee The rip the Pelosi. Oh, the iconic, historic Pelosi. Oh, it brings tears to my eyes. She set the standard and the precedent. They just take over all the files, fire all the reprobates on the committees, and then turn the investigative mechanisms on Pelosi, on Hoyer, and yes, even on Mitch McConnell. Subpoena like hell. They had a thousand witnesses. Get going and get to the bottom of it What did the Stasi know and when did it know it? What did Eva Pelosi know and when did she know it? What did Mr. Republican leader know and when did he know it? Yes Let's take a look Would that make you happy media? No, it's okay. We don't exist for you anyway. Jim Jordan, who is to be the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, cut two, go.
4: And I think it's also important to understand, never forget how this story has changed. I mean, think about this. When it started off, it was, no, it's not his laptop. It's not his laptop. Then it was, well, it's his laptop, but remember, it's Russian disinformation, and no one did anything wrong. Then it was, well, maybe, maybe he did something wrong, but President Biden didn't know about it. And now it's, well, maybe President Biden knew about it and was involved, but it, it didn't influence his decisions. In fact, yesterday, there was a story in Politico which said that. The story in Politico yesterday, investigating the investigators, dim strategists to launch counterpunch to House GOP. Story in Politico yesterday, here's what it said in there. Quote, no evidence has publicly emerged that Joe Biden's decisions were affected by his son's business dealings. Wow, we we so we've went from it wasn't his laptop and it was Russian disinformation to oh whatever was in there didn't affect the president's business dealings even though he was involved even though the laptop was real even though it wasn't disinformation we that's how far we've come so I think that that I think there are all kinds of questions that need to be answered and we're we're determined to get there no
0: please 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 do you want to lose the next election. Please don't dig into the Biden crime family and all the corruption and the millions that they took. No, 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 no. The Democrats purposely didn't investigate this because they were working on inflation, creating inflation. They were very, very busy working on gas prices, creating high gas prices. They were very, very busy working on diesel fuel, cutting supplies. You know, they're very busy working on the border, that is, opening it for all kinds of foreigners to come across for God knows what busy fighting fentanyl. No, increasing the amount of fentanyl coming into the country. They were so busy trying to bring peace and law and order to our streets. Actually, they weren't. So please, please, Republicans, no missteps here. You're really playing with fire.
4: Jim Jordan, cut three, go. We're committed to getting to the truth. The facts. We think that's what the American people are entitled to. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try to help uh, Representative Comer and the team here at Oversight with uh, with our work on Judiciary, but with a specific focus on what the FBI was doing.
5: Wait
0: a minute! You're very unpatriotic. You're gonna look at what the FBI is doing? The FBI, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr.'s FBI. You're going to be looking at what the FBI is doing. My God, why would you do such a thing? Because they're corrupt as hell, through and through, top to bottom, bottom up, middle out. That's why. And this guy Christopher Ray is a sanctimonious putz. Finally, we're going to have some oversight.
4: Go ahead, pretty Clarence. How often are they talking to the FBI? Are they talking to the FBI? Who's doing the talking? Who's doing the briefing? Were they briefed? There's, there's so many questions that need answered so we can get to the bottom of this. And the final thing I would say is this. Uh, a colleague of mine said this in a committee hearing a few weeks ago, uh, Mr. Gates. He said, when is the FBI gonna quit interfering with elections? 2016, they spied on President Trump's campaign. 2018, it was the Mueller investigation. 2020, they suppressed information about the Hunter Biden story. 2022, they raided the president's home. 91 days before an election. Maybe it'd be nice if the FBI and the Justice Department just stayed out of it and let we, the people, decide who we think should represent us, who we think should lead us. That's supposed to be how America works. So this is the focus on the Judiciary Committee, the political nature of the Justice Department, and the linkage now to what was happening with the Hunter Biden story, again, just 15 days before we have uh, President Trump.
0: I am humiliated that this is the focus of the Republicans on the Judiciary Committee. They're supposed to be focusing on environmental injustice. That's right. Urban injustice. LGBTQ plus injustices. They're supposed to be focused on the critical race theory and the white racist systemic dominant society. The lack of transitioning monies for surgery in United States Marines. How dare they focus on the FBI? For God's sakes, that's none of their business. As Christopher Ray, uh, sources and uh, and and practices and uh, excuse me, please, please don't interrupt me. Shlemiel. I'll be right back. Mark lovin. Folks, our great nation was founded on the principle of all men are created equal. But far too many of our nation's colleges and universities, including those in the so-called Ivy League, continue to insist on using race as a factor for admissions. And the Supreme Court is deciding a case on this subject right now. But there's a unique American college that doesn't discriminate based on race. It never has, and it never will. And it's my favorite college, Hillsdale College. Hillsdale was founded in 1844 to educate, quote, all persons irrespective of nationality, color, or sex, unquote. It continues that policy today, admitting students on the strength of their character, ability, and intentions, not their heritage or background. My friend Larry Arn, the president of Hillsdale College, recently published an article explaining Hillsdale's colorblind policies and its related refusal of government funding, even indirectly in the form of federal student aid. Read it for yourself at levinforhillsdale.com. And after you read it, you may even want to support Hillsdale with a year-end gift. So please go read Dr. Arn's article today at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for hillsdale.com. Asa Hutchison, ladies and gentlemen, out of Arkansas. Asa Hutchison thinks he should run for president. Asa Hutchison on CNN today. Let me just say this. You're on CNN trashing Trump. You go nowhere, pal. Asa Hutchison. How many A's are in Asa Hutchison? Two? This must be a family name. Asa? Asa I'll decide on a 2024 run by January. We know the chaos that comes with Trump. Uh, we're all on the edge of our chair, Asa. We can't wait for Asa to announce if he's going to run for president. President of what, Asa, the whole country? you got to be kidding. He's got so much to offer. Speak so quiet. What would you say? Uh, you know, the turmoil of the con- Speak up, man. Well, you know, so there he is. Playing the buffoon of CNN. We got the three stooges. We got Asa Hussison, or however you say it. We've got Chris Christie, the Kate Mayorca. Remember that picture I told you yesterday, where he's on the beach? He's, a, he's like a beached sperm whale. There he is on the beach. And he accomplished so much in New Jersey, he changed the entire state. Oh, he didn't? But he should be president. No, he's not provocative. He's not a blowhard. No, 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 no. The single women out there love Chris Christie. That's what I hear. In the suburbs? Oh, yeah. And then there's Larry Hogan. The chinmeister. Yes, he did a fantastic job in Maryland. I think they've only lost 10% of their population. Now I will take a five-minute COVID rest, and I will be right back.
1: Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, American Mark Levin here, our
0: number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Producer. Have you ever purchased Native American jewelry? Your uncle has. A little bit, or collect it? A little bit, right? I have to say, some of it is spectacular. Really nice, all of it is hand done. I'm not a special pleader or salesman for anything, I'm just telling you. It's just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful if you get a number of these items. And you think about all the handwork. It's almost all silver, silver work, but it's done the old-fashioned way. It's very, very unique. It's beautiful. I have have like five pieces, and I've acquired a couple more, and it's relatively inexpensive. And I often wonder, you know, because... (laughs) These reservations are so damn poor, unless, of course, they have casinos, but most of them don't. Um, but you look at the Navajo, the Zuni, the Hopi, whatever. It's just beautiful, beautiful. I'm not saying I want all of it, or, but all of it's the same. It's like anybody else or anything else. But when it's nice, it's nice, I think. And you don't even have to wear it. Just look at it. I don't know, that stuff kind of brings me uh, positivity. Positivity, Mr. Producer. All right. Our man, Ron Johnson. I love Ron Johnson. I wish we knew who the ten senators were who voted against McConnell. But as I added up the numbers, some of our friends had to have voted for him. Some of our friends had to have voted for him. Like Rand Paul, I'm guessing. I'd love to know what Ted Budd did and some of the others. I don't know. Next time they're on the show, I suppose I'll ask them. But uh, FBI Director Ray is in front of the uh, Senate. And he is a useless witness. He plays rope-a-dope. And he's playing with fire. Because he's running the American Stasi which has been utterly and completely politicized. He gets briefings on this stuff every morning, early in the morning, I know. I used to work over at the Justice Department. He also sits in in the big senior executive meetings with the Attorney General and his political hack staff. And it's just amazing how corrupt this has become. Senator Ron Johnson at a hearing today Was there Russian disinformation on my Hunter Biden report? Because remember, Ron Johnson really was leading the effort in that regard in the Senate. I think one of the reasons he dislikes McConnell is McConnell gave him no support whatsoever. None. There's no official investigative activity in the Senate. Who's doing it? McConnell has no desire to do any of it. Let me just tell you something, Mitch. I'm going to be on your ass for the next two years, whether you like it or not. And same with the clowns you surround yourself with. That funeral procession you always walk up to the microphone with. The funeral procession, you know, all the guys in the dark suits and the stupid haircuts. As well as this clown, Stephen Law, and the rest of them. We're going to expose them to the American people. Here's Ron Johnson at a hearing today with Christopher Wray, the Stasi director. Cut four, go.
5: Have you read Senator Grassley's and my report uh, on Hunter Biden's corruption uh, issued in September of 2020 and November of 2020? Have you read those reports?
6: I have had a chance to look at it. Do you see any
5: sign of Russian disinformation in those reports?
6: That would be a hard question for me to answer. No,
5: it's very easy. Yeah. It's very easy. What I would say, too. It's a very easy answer. There is no Russian disinformation. The, that report is completely clean of any interference of foreign in influence, although we have been falsely accused, including by the chairman of this committee, of spreading Russian disinformation.
0: But what does this idiot Ray mean? That would be a hard question for me to answer. He says he looked at the reports. He didn't read the reports. No, 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 no. He would only read, you know, a dossier handed to the FBI if he, if he could get his hands on another one. This is outrageous. And that's not all today. We have uh, Christopher Frey- Ray, uh, tw- excuse me, Mr. Producer, cut 25, go, excuse me, cut 15, go.
6: So we have been working hard on it, but we do need more resources in this space, and our fiscal 22 budget uh, specifically asks for uh, more resources to help address the domestic terrorism threat.
0: Yes, the domestic terrorism threat, the open borders, No. We know terrorists have been caught, which means terrorists have gotten through, so what? We're a generous humanitarian country, terrorists deserve social security. They deserve uh, three square, religiously appropriate meals a day. What's the problem? Domestic terrorism, you know, like MAGA. Like Republicans. They should get no more resources. They're blowing all their resources going after middle-aged men and women from January 6th. No, I'm not talking about violent people. You know exactly who I'm talking about. No, no more resources. And they're very, very busy with their SWAT teams. Ooh. We've got so many people left in the former administration that we have to SWAT away at. Knock on their doors. And then there's the pro-life community. Oh, my God. On top of that, you have no idea how our agents are overworked. We've got MAGA, we've got pro life, we've got January sixth, we've got we don't have time for the border. We don't have time for the communist Chinese and the fascistic Russians and the and the Islamo Nazi Iranians. We don't have time for those governments. We're very, very busy. As you know, the greatest threat our country faces is MAGA, the pro life community. And I might add one more. All those taxpayers out there that we're going to have to hunt down with our friends at the IRS. We've got so many people to track in this country. So much monitoring going on. We have to go through it all. We're all over the social media. Do you know how many agents that takes? We need more resources. Plus, it takes scores of agents to violate FISA. FISA takes scores of agents to violate the Fourth Amendment. It takes really quality, quality agents to write up warrants to get around the Constitution. You have no idea how much work's involved in this. I'm telling you, none. We got to get Trump. That Mar-a-Lago—that's a big property. I mean, we had to send 60 people down there for crying out loud. 60 people. Imagine the cost. Because he's such a threat. We got to get the documents. Got to get the documents. He's got the nuclear codes. He might sell them. We got to get the documents. They should slash the FBI's budget. Slash it. Slash their overhead. And dig deep into that agency now. They said, slash the Department of Justice's budget. Slash it. And so they give up going after and harassing parents at school board meetings. They now have the power of the purse. I don't care what the Wall Street Journal editorial page is going to be saying about, Ooh, lift the dump showing, lift it, lift it, lift it. No, oh, these Republicans, they're not prepared to act responsibly.
5: Christopher Ray,
0: Cut f- what is it,
5: 16, go. Is uh, Facebook or any other social media company supplying private messages or data on American users that is not compelled by the government or the FBI? Um,
6: not compelled, in other words, not in response to legal processes? No warrant, no subpoena, they're just supplying you information on their users? Uh, i don 't believe so but uh, but i can 't sit here and, and be sure of that as i as I sit here.
5: Can you give us a, a yes or no by going back to your team and asking because it 's a very specific question because if they are it 's against the law the law, the stored communications act, the electronic communications Privacy Act of one thousand nine hundred and eighty six Prohibits providers from sharing electronic Communications with any person Or entity unless it's compelled This was done to protect the privacy of People so we could feel like we can send an email Or direct message to people without Having that information given over It's a very specific question will You get with your team of lawyers and give us A specific answer because this is the Law if you're doing it then we need to Go to court
6: to prevent you from receiving This information well I I can Tell you that I'm quite confident we're following the Law but what I
0: I can tell you I don't know what the hell's going on? But I'm very confident we're following the law. Excuse me? Yes. We always follow the law here over the Stasi and the Department of Injustice. We are the law. Don't you understand? So I don't have the foggiest idea what's going on, but I can tell you unequivocally, without question, indubitably, we are following the law. But don't ask me what the hell's going on here. Go
6: ahead. Sir, that's not the end. But I will also follow up with you to make sure that we get you more information, more detailed information.
0: Oh, that's so kind of you. Let's continue. Cut 17, go.
5: Is the FBI obtaining anonymous social media data and then using technical methods to pierce the anonymous nature of the data?
0: He's talking there about that Pegasus software.
6: Go ahead. Social media data? So
5: you purchase data. People purchase data all the time, and we sort of tolerate it for advertising and things because it's anonymous data. Are you purchasing what is said to be anonymous data through the marketplace and then piercing the anonymous nature to attach individual names to that data?
6: Right, but when you asked about anonymous data, I was thinking more in terms of... Um,
5: no, I'm talking about data that is that, out there, and are you purchasing data and then piercing the anonymous nature of that data?
6: So the manner in which we use, uh, we usually use the term commercial data um, uh, is probably longer than I could explain here, but again, let me have a... Have a uh, so you, you,
5: you, are, you, aren't you will not answer the question of whether or not you're attaching names to anonymous
6: data? I think it's a more complicated answer than I can give here.
5: So, so far, we're 0 for 2 with getting you to answer this, but you're pledging you will actually answer the question because you have to realize the frustration. We'll write you a letter, and your team of lawyers will write back a 15-page letter that says nothing, and you won't answer the question. These are very specific. This is whether you're obeying the law, whether we can have confidence. I want to have confidence we, in
6: the We are obeying the law.
1: Well, you're saying
0: Listen, I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Again, I, let me say this the second time. Let me emphasize that I'm here to tell you I don't know what the hell's going on, but we do comply with the law. I can swear to you. We always comply with the law. We are the Federal Bureau of Investigation. This is, this is a sickening comedy. And I want to salute Rand Paul for really digging in here. He's asking basic questions about civil liberties. The FBI should be able to say, no, we do not purchase data on individual citizens and then go behind the data with our special software and get more information. And I want one of these senators at some point to help me find out how this January 6th committee got 13 of my emails. Lizzie? 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 Can you help me? Because I'm not going to sit quietly on this. There's nothing wrong with the emails. That's not my point. Somebody went into my emails and took 16 of them without my permission and then leaked that information. And I'm not going to put up with this crap, not from any one of these a-holes that sit on these committees, not any damn one of them. Meanwhile, they get these awards. Oh, they're saving democracy. Oh, let's give this one the John Kennedy Award for, uh, you know, hey, Lizzie, she's out there. Oh, she's great. She's defending the Constitution in the Republic. Oh, yes, she is. Like hell she is. She's a fraud and a phony
5: and a reprobate. Go ahead the answer. I said so you, so you would, have to no, say I, that's yes. yes no, you aren't telling me the answer. And the answer is, are you collecting data not compelled by a warrant? That would not be in compliance with the law, but you won't answer that you're not collecting that data.
6: I, I said two things. One, we're following the law. And second, that we would have somebody follow up with you with more detailed, specifics. So those are two
5: specific questions. Are you getting data from them that's not compelled? And then are you piercing the anonymous nature of that technically?
0: Very complicated questions, sir, Senator Paul. Very, very confounding. Are you breaking the law? Of course not. Well, are you piercing these pieces of public data to get information? I don't know how to get with my team. And yesterday it was. Did you have any informants in the capital? But I can't answer that question. It's very simple. Did you have any informants at the Capitol? Do you have any informants dressed as Trump supporters? I can't answer that question. Well, it's been two years. You can't answer? No, I can't. We have our techniques. and a, you What techniques? I think we have a massive civil liberties problem on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. Massive. I'll be right back. Mark
3: Levin.
0: There's literally no reason to pay Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile over $80 a month for wireless when you can get the same service on the same network at Pure Talk for half the price. Yep, talk, text, and blazing fast data Just 30 bucks a month. Those other guys are making you pay for thousands of retail stores you don't go into. Perks you don't use. And massive profits to keep their shareholders happy. You know who Pure Talk wants to keep happy? Their customer. You. That's why they've invested in a U.S.-based customer service team. It's why they give you more data options than Unlimited. Because they won't charge you for data you don't need. I switch to Pure Talk because I like supporting a company owned by a U.S. veteran. I like supporting a company who supports me and my values. And I invite you to switch to Pure Talk, too. They're my guys. Switch to Pure Talk in less than 10 minutes. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L E V I N Podcast to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. way I'm sitting here minding my own business mind you whatever happened to that Supreme Court investigation of that leak mr. producer isn't that amazing the impact it could have had on the election the unprecedented nature of the leak from the Supreme Court it was a five alarm fire It's not that hard to find out who leaked that information. Only so many people knew what was in the draft. There's only so many cell phones and other forms of information. Any halfway competent uh, goober could have figured out what was taking place there. So I have to conclude that the Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court knows who the leaker is. I have to conclude that he knows. But that he's keeping a lid on it. Now, why would the Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court, that's his title in the Constitution, why would he be keeping a lid on it? Because he's afraid that this will create more controversy for the Supreme Court, that the leaker will become a martyr, that he or she will be on all kinds of TV shows. Or more, maybe it was a justice, and that would do further damage to the traditions of the U.S. Supreme Court. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. This is basic stuff. Of course the Supreme Court knows by now who leaked the Dobbs draft. The question is the cover-up by the Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court. I'll be right back. There's literally no reason to pay Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile over $80 a month for wireless when you can get the same service on the same network at Pure Talk for half the price. Yep, talk, text, and blazing fast data, just 30 bucks a month. Those other guys are making you pay for thousands of retail stores you don't go into, perks you don't use, and massive profits to keep their shareholders happy. You know who Pure Talk wants to keep happy? Their customer, you. That's why they've invested in a U.S.-based customer service team. It's why they give you more data options than Unlimited, because they won't charge you for data you don't need. I switched to Pure Talk because I like supporting a company owned by a U.S. veteran. I like supporting a company who supports me and my values. And I invite you to switch to Pure Talk, too. They're my guys. Switch to Pure Talk in less than 10 minutes. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, that's Levin Podcast. That's L E V I N Podcast to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast.
1: This is the Ministry of Truth, The Mark Levin Show. Call in now, 877 381 3811.
0: Keep something in mind, Mr. and Mrs. America. The Democrat Party corrupt, radical, left-wing, ideological media don't want Ron DeSantis to be the Republican nominee either. That's why they're trying to play Trump against DeSantis. Trump bit the hook once. Hopefully he's learned from that. DeSantis has not. But that's what they're going to do. And they're not only going to keep doing that, they're going to bring on nothing burgers like Asa Hutchison blowhards like Chris Christie, irrelevancies like Larry Hogan, and others. So you have Republicans attacking, you know, DeSantis and Trump, or attacking others. Maybe they're attacking Cruz or Pompeo. You get my point. That's what they're going to do. The media are not interested in a real fight. They're not interested in a real challenge, a real campaign, real competition. It's not what they're interested in. That's why everybody who comes up to them, they say, do you like DeSantis or Trump? We want to fight, man. We want those two to blow each other out. The other thing they know is in the case of Jeb Bush, who was leading the pack, turns out he fell to the back of the pack. So who are the two most popular right now? DeSantis and Trump. They're going to do everything they can, the Democrat Party media, to trip them up, to smear them. Because they do not want them to succeed. Even some of our friendly people in media, this is what they're doing. They're trying to pick the candidate. They're trying to pick the candidate. A long time before any primary. That's what they're doing. And notice, too, the response to the two speeches. Nancy Pelosi. Hey, where's this guy here? This guy, Matthew Dowd. Matthew Dowd would be basically a homeless guy in L.A. if it wasn't for his work at MSLSD, because he's an idiot. He's a moron. I don't have the cut in front of me, Mr. Producer. You do. Let's listen to what he had to say about Nancy Eva Pelosi. Go.
5: Talk to us about the legacy Nancy Pelosi leaves behind and the shoes, frankly, that need to be filled.
0: See that question? That's the media tell us how anybody can replace this godlike figure, Nancy Pelosi, Matthew? Is it even possible? It's a, the, the shoes, the high heels they have to fill. Those tight red dresses, they have to fill. The, 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 the plastic surgery they have to go through. How is anybody going to stand in her stockings? This iconic, historic heroic figure i throw you the question matthew go ahead
4: the heels that probably are <laughs> going to be very difficult to uh, to fill i mean i agree with the president she's the most consequential effective speaker in my lifetime she should Ooh, be honest.
0: she's the most consequential effective speaker in my life not new gingrich who truly was no nancy and she did such a fine stand up job, such a class act. Ripping up a speech at the State of the Union in advance was all prepared for her to rip up, oh yes. Two unbelievably poisonous, cancerous impeachments that violated every tradition of our history? Oh no no, you don't understand. Yes. It's true. The January 6th committee that violated every rule of the committees of committees. And of course, her superlative foul mouth. She's iconic. She's historic. We've never seen anything like this before. Just like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg, another godlike figure. These fantastic women... And notice they're all women now. Women? I'm so confused. Women? We have a woman on the Supreme Court. Justice Jackson. Who wouldn't even define a woman? She needed a biologist. A biologist? To look at somebody's you-know-what? You need a biologist, Mr. Producer? Wow. Wow. Yes, we, I mean, she's not a biologist. What do you expect? And yet, everybody seems to know that Nancy Pelosi has a female gender. A female genitalia. Without a biologist, it's an amazing thing. Can we be sure? Yes, we're sure. Well, she's the first woman. Now we have the first woman, mayor of L.A., woman? Another Woman? Not a birthing person? No. Not a would be birthing person? No. Not a was birthing person? No. Not a her or a she or a they? No. Nancy Pelosi? A woman. And the first woman mayor of LA? Just don't say woman unless we tell you you can say woman. They're insane, these buffoons. Nancy Pelosi was one of the most divisive figures in modern American history. And the media love her. They would promote her. Despite her... (laughs) Now, she will no longer be in leadership, she says. Well, she was never going to be speaker. You fired her. She's 82 years old. Have you noticed how these people can't let go? These power-hungry political hacks. And not just Democrats, Republicans too. She can't let go. She's 82. Let me ask you a question, and I mean this with all sincerity. Those of you who are 80 or so years old, and you're married to the same person for 60 years, and that person is assaulted. In a horrific way I mean being hit on the top of the head with a hammer cracking somebody's skull is horrific and of course the perp is being prosecuted at the federal and state level good you're 82 years old your husband is over 2,000 miles away from you every day that you're in Washington, D.C. You just lost the speakership. You just decided you're not going to be in the leadership, but you've decided you're going to remain in the House of Representatives. So I guess you're going to run for office again. Don't you begin to question somebody's priorities? Seriously? Isn't it amazing only I am mentioning this in the entirety of the media world with all the morons and reprobates and malcontents and miscreants on these various panels all these Sunday magazine shows isn't it amazing nobody asks the most the most common question all of us are wondering why don't you go home to your husband and take care of your family you've been speaker of the house twice you're the greatest speaker in the history of history you're iconic, you're heroic you're Abraham Lincoln in a dress we've never seen anything like this before my god we bow down to her she's an idol no, no nay, she's a prophet but she won't leave Despite the fact that her husband has been so horrifically wounded, I find there to be a terrible character flaw with this, and I'm not kidding. And I'll have the guts to say it. It's not normal. It's just not normal. It's not what my wife would do, not in a minute. Just uh, this, this, this hunger for power and publicity and this, this constant uh, self-perpetuating myth, and narrative, and self-aggrandizement. It's just unbelievable. Just unbelievable, I think. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. There's literally no reason to pay Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile over $80 a month for wireless when you can get the same service on the same network at Pure Talk for half the price. Yep, talk, text, and blazing fast data, just 30 bucks a month. Those other guys are making you pay for thousands of retail stores you don't go into, perks you don't use, and massive profits to keep their shareholders happy. You know who Pure Talk wants to keep happy? Their customer, you. That's why they've invested in a U.S.-based customer service team. It's why they give you more data options than Unlimited, because they won't charge you for data you don't need. I switched to Pure Talk because I like supporting a company owned by a U.S. veteran. I like supporting a company who supports me and my values. And I invite you to switch to Pure Talk, too. They're my guys. Switch to Pure Talk in less than 10 minutes. Go to puretalk.com and our promo code LeVin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N podcast to save 50% off your first month. Again, PureTalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. I don't want to imply anything inappropriate, but I think Jamie Raskin is obsessed with Donald Trump as producer. I really do. I think he is perversely obsessed with Donald Trump. Everywhere he goes, everything he says is about Trump and January 6. He thought he would enter like Mussolini. Now, I've explained Jamie Raskin before. His father was a commie, and he set up an organization that was, in my view, a commie front group. We've invited Mr. Raskin on this program. He made a fake excuse, his staff did, after first agreeing, and then they said, well, we have the election. Isn't the election over, at least in most places, Mr. Producer? Have you heard from Jamie Raskin, Mr. Producer? Mr. Constitutional expert, and so principled. I just have some basic, straightforward questions to ask Mr. Raskin about why he objected in 2004 to George W. Bush being president, if he believes in the system, And he didn't even have a senator to agree with him, according to the statute. I just need to know. I need to know why he's such a coward that he couldn't actually have Republicans on the committee who would be representing the Republicans in the House. I just want to know. I just want to know if they violated any constitutional rights of anybody, including mine, in securing information. I just want to know if he secured his own texts and Phone logs and documents and so forth, so we can see the extent to which he coordinated with left-wing groups in the media, which I'm sure you did, Mr. Reskin. <clears throat> if you didn't, you can sue me, and then we can both have discovery together. What do you think, Jamie? You little putts? I'm on to you. And uh, Sister Sludge over there, Dizzy Lizzy. I'm on to her, too. And Headcase Kingsinger. Did you see him the other day? Laughed so hard that it was coming out of his nose. What are they going to do now? What are they going to do? Liz has nothing to do, so maybe she'll run for president. Kingsinger, I don't even think the worst of the worst media outlets would hire him. He's so weird. But you never know. You never know. When you're at your Thanksgiving dinner next week, assuming you can afford it, assuming you'll be there. The average price of that dinner will have increased 25% year over year. So there was a 25% inflation rate on Thanksgiving. And if you're sitting there with a family member who obviously doesn't have a particularly high IQ and is a Democrat, and it's telling you how wonderful they are and how you lost this election, even though Nancy Pelosi has been fired and is now sitting at the back of the, of the House of Representatives near the ladies' room. Yes. You tell them, see that turkey you're stuffing in your face? In all the sides? Yes. You've increased the price of this food you and your stupid party. You're not for the people. You're not for the people in the least. Now, I, for one, will not sit down at Thanksgiving when people like that, family, friend, or otherwise. It's true. I won't. Why? Because I'm thankful. I'm thankful for this country, I'm blessed. You are blessed by God. And by men and women who are prepared to stand up and fight for this country, whether it is overseas, whether it's on our border, whether it's on our streets. And they reprobate across the table, stuffing their face with sweet potatoes, with whatever. I'm not in the mood to sit with them. Oh, Mark, you're so horrible. I don't care. I'm not in the mood to sit with them I'm just not now I'm advised that we're gonna have 31 people at Thanksgiving family and close friends now luckily for me I have nothing to do with making the food or they'd all choke to death and starve to death but I'm I stay out of the kitchen there's plenty of cooks there people who want to be there they love it that's good I like to be over in the corner somewhere now that said Not one of those 31 will be a reprobate. Not one. Not one of those 31 will have voted against our country. Not one. Not one of those 31 will have supported politicians and hacks who drove up the cost of the turkey. Not one! Now that's Thanksgiving. My only hope is I'm not asked 4 billion political questions, that's all. I'll be right back
1: Although I very much worry about this guy's biceps. His biceps
5: <laughs> are bigger than my cat Look at this. There, there's a man. I hope we're on the same side. Yeah, so
4: he's Russian. I don't care who he is.
5: He's got some real biceps. We call them guns. And
0: This is good
3: for training.
0: Biden's such a weirdo. Let me read this for you. So he's overseas at the G20 Tuesday. There he is, and Biden, you know, he squints his eyes and sort of in a weird kind of of smile. By the way, I very much worry about this guy's biceps. His biceps are as big as my calves. Look at this. There's a man. I hope we're on the same side. You know, sir, he's Russian. I don't care who he is. He's got some real biceps. We call them guns. I want to thank you Democrats for uh, contributing so much to the future of America and our children. With nuclear weapons all over the place and, and we have this head case as our president. You've done a fantastic job. You really have, you Democrats. Then you send another head case, this guy Fetterman. And then there's a a third head case. you got got Diane Frankenfeinstein. She's there. The reason she can't serve as president pro tem of the Senate, ladies and gentlemen, because she's the one in line to do it, is because she's not all there. So the Democrats now have two votes from two senators who don't know the difference between a doorknob and a steak sandwich. And they're okay with that. And They have a president who is, who has a good day and a bad day, let me put it to you that way. And that's perfectly fine. No problem at all. And the Democrat Party's happy with it, the media are very happy with it, no problems. I mean, they drag these people into their offices. So why would they oppose them? Invest. Uh, yes, this one. Nonprofits with ties to Democrats plan counteroffensive against congressional investigations. Excuse me. I thought you said they're nonprofit. Well, this is the New York Slimes, and they know. By Kenneth P. Vogel, we know who he is, and Katie Rogers of the famous dancing couple of Vogel and Rogers. The Republicans in control of the House of Representatives, a loose network of groups allied with Democrats, is planting a multi-million dollar counter-offensive against an expect, expected onslaught of oversight investigations of the President Biden, his family, and his administration. The White House, which is building its own defense team, has quietly signaled support, for some of the efforts by nonprofit groups with ties to some of the biggest donors in Democratic politics, according to people familiar with the groups. Now, I'm hoping Representative Comer, Republican of Kentucky, who, heads the, uh, who will be chairman of the Oversight Committee, I hope he has this article and he needs to look into this. These are nonprofit groups that are being funded by Democrat donors that exist for the purpose, under our tax laws, of not paying taxes. And interfering with the investigations. So I want to strongly encourage Mr. Comer to take a look at this. The efforts appear intended to take pressure off the administration <clears throat> excuse me, by pushing back in a more adversarial manner that Mr Biden's team on sent than Mr. Biden's team on sensitive subjects, including the US withdrawal from Afghanistan. The administration's COVID response, perhaps most notably the farm business dealings of Mr. Biden's son, Hunter Biden. The White House cannot be the sole nucleus for publicity. And publicly responding to the onslaught of congressional investigation reads a memo from a nonprofit group called Facts First USA that's been circulating among major Democrat donors, members of Congress and others. So they need to find out who the Democrats are who are funding the effort to obstruct a congressional hearing. We have got to put on the brass knuckles. Lays out a $5 million a year, quote, SWAT team to counter Republican congressional investigations, unquote. Including on issues that, quote, may be too personal or delicate for the White House to be responding or even be seen as directing a response in apparent reference to Hunter Biden. Now the slime ball behind this is David Brock. He's the slime ball behind Media Matters. David Brock, the Democratic activist behind Facts First, said his group intends to work with the White House. We're appropriate, but will make its own judgments. How do they have a tax exempt status, Mr. Producer? Another group, the Congressional Integrity Project, announced Wednesday it intended to launch a multi million dollar war room. To undermine investigations from the Republican-led House, this needs to be looked at too, folks. People involved in that initiative, which was first reported by Politico, have previously worked with Mr. Brock's team and have close connections to the White House and the Democratic Party. So let's be blunt. The White House and the Democratic Party have set up these front organizations. Give them a non-profit label so they can collect money from donors Dark money from billionaire Democrat donors. They don't have to report the donors. They don't have to pay any form of taxation. And in fact, by the time they file their tax returns and, and file them and extend them, you'll never know what happened until next election day. The political arm of the Center for American Progress, the influential progressive think tank, is planning to cast the Republican investigations as politically motivated revenge politics, according to Chief Executive Patrick Gaspard. I'm going to hold this article next to my laptop and this microphone for the next two years, so you'll see exactly what's taking place. The rush by some on the left's leading figures to mount responses underscores mounting concerns the Republicans could use their investigations to damage Mr. Biden and other Democrats headed into the 2024 presidential election. Again, if that's their concern, that's their mission, how do they get a tax-exempt status? Is there a conservative group that will file a complaint with the IRS against these David Brock organizations? Is there? The scramble also highlights an old Washington dynamic. When there is divided government, lawmaking tends to grind to a halt and Congress is dominated by Oversight fights, that's likely to be particularly true when Republicans take control of the House of Representatives next year with a majority that is slimmer than the party had hoped. In such an environment, it can be easier to win support for oversight investigations, which require less consensus than major legislative initiatives. Now, who cares? And so I want to encourage the Republicans to look into facts first. I want to encourage them to look into the Center for American Progressive Progresses, uh, that organization that is connected to it. I want to encourage the Republicans to look at what was this other organization, the Congressional Integrity Project, look at their tax status, determine who's funding them, use the same subpoena authorities that the January 6th committee has used, use the same disregard for traditional protections that the January 6th committee created precedent for and find out what these dark money radical left-wing obstructionist organizations are up to and get all the information in which the White House and the Democrat Party is using to coordinate with these tax exempt organizations and I suspect you'll also find a connection with the Department of Injustice I'm laying it out for you Republicans. The battles could be turbocharged by new outside groups like Fat Facts First, which is funded by dark money from donors whose identities can be kept secret. The ongoing law enforcement in- inquiries into two figures who loom largest in the uh, oversight investigation, a Hunter Biden who's under investigation, and Donald Trump, they say, add another layer of intensity to the fight. And so they go on with uh, mishmash. Which is of no relevance whatsoever. It's their opinions dressed up as news. But they gave up the core information, did Vogel and Rogers in the New York Slimes. We know the groups. We know the people who run the groups. We know that they have been set up as front groups, as tax exempt organizations under the Internal Revenue Code, under penalty of perjury. We know that they're coordinating with the White House. We know that they're coordinating with the Democrat Party. Again, in violation of their tax status. And it seems to me Congress would want to get to the bottom of this since their target is to prevent Congress from conducting its investigations. I wonder what Dizzy Lizzie Cheney thinks about that. I wonder what Adam Unhinged Head Case Kingsinger thinks about that. I wonder. I'll be right back. Much love Republicans are going to have to fight fire with fire. They're not going to get any help from the Senate. It's going to have to be the House that has a razor-thin razor majority. I want to read you something that just came out. Associated Press, Tallahassee, Florida. There's a couple of things worth noting here. A federal judge in Florida on Thursday blocked a law pushed by Governor Ron DeSantis that restricts certain race-based conversations and analysis in colleges. In other words, critical race theory. DeSantis said, you're not teaching racism in our schools, not with our money, not with our our employees, not happening. Tallahassee U.S. District Judge Mark Walker issued a temporary injunction against the so-called Stop Woke Act in a ruling that called the legislation positively dystopian. The law prohibits teaching or business practices that contend members of one ethnic group are inherently racist and should feel guilt for past actions committed by others. Now, understand he's saying, you shouldn't teach it. That doesn't mean you don't have the freedom of speech if you're a student or a teacher. You're not to teach it. In other words, you're not to indoctrinate the kids. And this judge found it, quote, positively dystopian. It also bars the notion that a person's status as privileged or oppressed is necessarily determined by their race or gender, or that discrimination is acceptable to achieve uh, uh, diversity. Again, it's aimed at critical race theory. Our professors are critical to a healthy democracy, and the state of Florida decision to choose which viewpoints are worthy of illumination and which must remain in the shadows has implications for us all," Walker wrote. If our priests of democracy are not allowed to shed light on challenging ideas, then democracy will die in darkness. How many times do I have to hear that stupid line from some leftist? So, Walker knows full well that this isn't teaching, this is indoctrination. Walker knows full well that we conservatives who believe in real teaching and academic freedom don't have a chance in any of these institutions. So, I went through this piece. What do they do when there's a judge who rules in a way that upholds the Constitution and deters Biden? Oh, that's a... Trump-appointed judge. Oh, oh, that's a Bush-appointed judge. So I'm going up and down this article. I'm pretty good at reading and I see nothing. So I looked it up. Obama appointed this judge. So why didn't they say an Obama-appointed judge? Because the guy doesn't write like a judge. He writes like an ideologue. The ruling is at least a temporary setback to the powerful Republican governor's agenda to combat what he describes as the woke ideology of liberals and critical race theory, a way of thinking about American history. Not a way of thinking about American history. You can think about American history any way you want or not think about it at all. It is a Marxist ideology. The governor said, not in our public schools, not on our dime. We're not going to do that. You can teach different points of view from different perspectives, but you're not going to indoctrinate our kids about Marxism. And by the way, you're not going to indoctrinate our kids about sexuality either. And this judge says, oh, this is dystopian. Democracy dies in darkness. Now, the irony is this judge wasn't elected. You've got the most popular governor in the history of Florida. He was elected, you schmuck. In his lengthy ruling, Walker quoted from George Orwell's dystopian novel, 1984, writing, It was a bright, cold day in April. This is because the judge doesn't have enough intelligence to write for himself. And so what does he do? He picks a novel, 1984, and yet it's 1984 that we should be quoting. Judge Walker in August issued a similar ruling in the law that blocked it from taking effect in businesses. The law is also subject to another legal challenge from a group of K 12 teachers and a student. In other words, the public sector NEA union thugs. Critical race theory was developed. You know all about it. I wrote an entire book on this subject and well beyond. Why don't you quote my book, Judgy? Why don't you quote my book, smarty pants? Why don't you educate yourself, judge, rather than pushing your ideology? Nobody's free speech is impacted. Nothing's impacted. Except when you're taking a penny from the government, you don't push an ideology that hates the country and that undermines its strength. And for a judge to step in and prevent a governor and a legislature from doing that, is repulsive to me. Yes, democracy dies in darkness. You know nothing of democracy, Judge. And quoting 1984, that's really brilliant. Maybe I'll quote Animal Farm. Remember that book, Judge? I've got a better one for you. The Consolidated Readings of the Federalist Papers. You might want to try that too, Judge. Because your power your power under the Constitution is actually non existent. The only court created under the Constitution is the U.S. Supreme Court. This judge was created by Congress. And yet they think judicial review, which is an implied power, that's not in the Constitution either, gives them the authority to sit there like politicians Oh, your honor! Oh, your honor! Oh, your honor! And dispute stupidities like this. He knows full well what he's doing. He supports critical race theory, as do all the Democrats. And so he's taking shots at DeSantis. It's that simple. What you see with the rise of this woke ideology, said DeSantis at first, is an attempt to really delegitimize our history. And so what this judge is saying, it is not a legitimate act by a governor elected, by a legislature elected, to defend our history. That doesn't mean everybody has to agree to it, but simply to, to legitimize American history and the American founding. That's really absurd. That's why people are taking their kids out of school. So now we have a judge who's basically taken over the public school system in Florida. It's what he's done. An Obama judge has taken over the public school system in Florida and said, You shall indoctrinate children about Marxist ideology. And the state can't do a damn thing to prevent it. That's your Obama judge right there.
1: I'll be right back. This is where liberalism ends and liberty begins. The Mark Levin Show at 877-381-3811.
0: So, folks, all three of the highest-ranking Democrats in the House, including Clyburn, Stimpy Hoyer, and Pelosi, have stepped out of their leadership positions for the next generation of Democrat leaders breaking news, you should know. So all three of them stepped out for the next generation. I mean, Pelosi's 82 years old. But Mitch McConnell, who's 80 years old, was elected for his fifth time, or is it his sixth time? Not him. He hangs on. Backed by, I guess, 36 of his colleagues since he voted for himself. Backed by many in conservative media. Backed by the Wall Street Journal editorial page, the New York Post front page, National Review editors. The Democrats stepped aside. You understand that those three leaders, who I detest, literally have more class than Mitch McConnell and the people who surround him. It's unbelievable. They obviously got together and said, look, we've been here long enough. We did our thing. Let's make way for the next crowd. Not McConnell. We're going to meet on the 40 yard line. Let me ask you folks a question. As much as we detest Nancy Pelosi and her agenda. Who was more successful? Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell? Who was more successful? McConnell has been the leader of the Republicans come January, longer than any Republican leader in American history. Not so. I understand Pelosi will be one of the longest, if not the longest, serving speaker, but who accomplished more for their party? Who accomplished more for the direction of the country that they wanted to take us in? Now she bows out. Stimpy Hoyer bows out. Clyburn bows out. McConnell hangs on. Thune hangs on. Barrasso hangs on. Cornyn hangs on. The funeral procession hangs in, hangs on. You've got young Turks who have much more energy, much more charisma, are principled, are embraced by the base of the party, smart as hell. Smart as hell. And they will not allow, they will not allow them to rise up the leadership ranks. Which party's more vigorous then? In Washington. Mitch McConnell does not invite his members to participate in legislative preparation. He decides who will. He does not allow things to come to the floor unless he agrees with them. He decides what will. He does not embrace the whole caucus. And now he's at war with 25% of his own caucus. This is, this is shameful, absolutely shameful. When it comes to this issue, not all issues, this issue, of power sharing, Nancy Pelosi actually has more integrity than Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell will meet the radical leftists in the Democrat Party on the 40-yard line. But he will not meet the conservatives anywhere on the football field. They are a greater threat to his power than is Chuck Schumer. Let me repeat. The base of the party and conservatives are a greater threat to Mitch McConnell's power than is Chuck Schumer. Or any of the radical leftists in the Democrat Party. No, I'm not giving it up. And he's got these mobster-like staff guys who shake down Wall Street and financial institutions, who shake down all kinds of businesses because they know if they want to get anything done, they have to go through Mitch. It's appalling. I thought uh, Harsney wrote a great piece at The Federalist today. 90% of it was great. I mean, great. But he left out a big 10%. It was way too soft. Way too soft on the current people who run this Republican Party in the Senate. Way too soft. It's just something you've got to address. You can't pretend it doesn't exist. And my buddies on Fox, the same thing. Trump, 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 Trump. Let's put Trump aside. Let's pretend there is no Trump. Now what? There wasn't a Trump before 2015. There wasn't a Trump in 2010 when Mitch McConnell did everything he could to destroy the Tea Party movement and other conservatives. We still don't know today. What is it that the Republicans hope to do with 49, maybe 50 members of the Senate. It's not like they were totally blown out. I've seen election cycles when the Republicans were totally blown out. Totally blown out. They still have 49, maybe 50 senators. They still have a filibuster. They act like they can't do anything. What is the agenda? What is it? Don't hand me the 40 yard line, you idiot. What's your agenda for getting our agenda, our policies, our liberties, our Constitution across the finish line? He's a reactionary, this guy. It's what he is. He reacts to them on the other side. He wants to work with them. He doesn't want to work with Ron Johnson and Mike Lee and Ted Cruz and Hawley and the rest of them. Whatever you think. He doesn't want to work with them. He wants to work with Schumer. We can figure something out here on the 40-yard line. I, let me uh, Let me suggest. Damn. Sorry, I'm sick of it. The Patriot Awards, Hollywood, Florida. And I love their hotel that they're at. Uh, I... We went to that hotel uh, when Ron DeSantis asked me if I would come to Florida, I believe it was late summer, uh, to help moderate two major debates with him of candidates running for the House among the Republicans in the primary. And the governor and I sat together and we did it, we had a blast. And uh, it's a fantastic hotel. Many of you saying, Mark, how come you're not there? You're with Fox, because you have to be with Fox Nation. I'm with the Blaze. So, uh, and plus I have COVID, so I couldn't be there anyway. Although, starting tomorrow, I'm allowed to go outside. Did you know that, Mr. Producer? I'm allowed to interact. Uh, I won't interact that much, and never really do. So, um, I will be doing that. The latest CDC rule. I don't know what they are. That's what my doctor said. That's what my doctor said. So that's what I'll do. I'll
1: be right back. love in
0: Well, this is, I think, Mr. Producer, a best of show, don't you? All three hours send it to wabc i'm sure they would love to put it in their wabc hall of fame don't you think? i think they would i hope we have a few callers mr producer because i'm going to dial in now to the call screen see what we've got here k-a-r-n yes sir jim in arkansas go right ahead
1: mark mitch mcconnell does not want to be the majority leader he wants to stay the minority leader because he doesn't have to do anything Mm
0: -hmm. do
1: you agree with me
0: no not really i think he'd take the majority leader he just wants to be the leader so, in other words, if there were enough Republicans who were elected to give us the majority, he wouldn't like it unless he couldn't assure that he would be the leader. That's what he does.
1: But he sabotages his own people.
0: Because many of them wouldn't agree that they would vote for him, or that they, he considers them to be a pain in the neck.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm going to maintain my...
0: No problem, my- Jim. Maintain it, baby, right to the end. You ask my opinion, that's my opinion. Kim, Cass Michigan, XM Satellite. Go right ahead, please.
4: Mark, I love you, daily listener and dedicated daily listener. i um, praying that Trump and DeSantis listen to the show as a patriot and a direct descendant of George Washington is our family. Um, Uh-oh. I am begging they put their egos aside. <laughs> put their egos aside. They are powerhouses. Don't play into... But, getting... but I
0: have to say, let's put their egos aside, you and me, and let's ask, let me ask you something. You're America's governor. Why in the hell would you want to be vice president? Doesn't mean you need to run for president. But the vice president doesn't do anything. You're not going to leave the most important executive position in Florida to have the least most relevant position in government. It's not going to do it.
4: That's right. And Mark, what I'm saying is uh, let DeSantis stay in Florida. Trump has no learning curve. They, listen, can hit
0: the... I, I, I don't agree. They're going to do what they want to do. You and I can talk to we're blue in the face. DeSantis staying governor. Trump doesn't need a learning curve. And there's people yelling at the radio right now who prefer DeSantis over Trump. My concern is That we do not allow the media to turn this into an attack. And then some moderate kind of slips through. That's number one. The determination on who will be the Republican nominee, they're going to go through the process. And that's the way it's supposed to work. I'll make a decision on how I choose to go, and I'll let you know when I decide. But I'm not going to trash Trump. I had a caller here who said, stop supporting Trump. No, I'll support him when I want to support him. And same with DeSantis. And same with anybody else. So people are already taking sides doing that sort of thing. I just want to help push a mission in which our country is saved. That's where I'm coming from. All right, Kim. Thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Jimmy, Brooklyn, New York, the great WABC. Go.
1: Mark, years ago, years ago, there was a CIA defector named Philip Agee. He started exposing people, he said, were CIA agents. So they started getting murdered. Our government made a law making it illegal to reveal CIA agents' names. Schumer voted against that law. Now, Philip Agee defected, and he worked with the Institute for Policy Studies. So, again, the Institute for Policy Studies.
0: Hold on, slow down. We're going to walk through. So who founded the Institute for Policy Studies?
1: Well, one of the big names is Marcus Raskin, as you know. And who is he? He's the father of radical left-wing Congressman Jamie Raskin. So
0: I want this to be understood. Jamie Raskin's father was a leftist. He was a red who worked in the Democrat Party at some point kind of broke off, but was always hanging around Washington. But he was a radical leftist. He was a sympathizer for the Soviet Union and the Castro regime and all the rest of it. This Institute for Policy Studies, which is still in Washington. And his son is Jamie Raskin, who spends every day coming out and trashing Trump. But not just Trump, who tried to stop who's tried to stop the counting of votes for Bush. And yet he's on these committees. He's on the impeachment committees. He's on the January 6th committee. He's now best friends with Liz Cheney. It's really remarkable, isn't it, Jimmy?
1: Yes, this is a massive movement. It's a mixture of corruption, Uh corruption, Marxism and treason. One more thing, if I may. Uh, when the Soviet front, the Soviet groups in the Western Hemisphere were trying to take over Nicaragua, uh, what's his name here? Joe Biden, Senator Biden, three times voted against aid to the people in Nicaragua trying to defend their freedom and country. So we have Joe Biden and uh, and Congressman Raskin working to topple MAGA and all MAGA wants to do is make America great again
0: alright Jimmy thank you for your call if you think I'm just here as a special fleeter I'm not but I am going to continue my defense of what is right we go to America every Friday in honor of you here we go forces our police officers our firefighters and our emergency
3: personnel good night america